This is the Podcast Inc. production. Booyah! This is the moment podcasting fans listening around the world have been waiting for. Coming to you not so live from a listening device of your choice. It's time! Podcasting out of this corner, a mixed martial talker, holding no professional record. He stands at six feet one and one half inches tall, weighing in at whatever he feels like, hailing out of Toronto, Ontario, Canada, presenting the sometimes angry, always funny, Self-proclaimed podcasting champion of the world, Steve Fingerstyles! So, welcome to another rendition of the podcast. I am here once again, always again, and brought to you by First World Collectibles, for inter-nerd culture, if interesting memorabilia, for the sports memorabilia, please visit firstrow.ca. Use promo code podcast 20 to receive 20% off. They got a ton of stuff from all the major sporting leagues, wrestling memorabilia, old signed comic books, old wrestling figures, anything that you want or could think of, they got it. Best thing is they ship worldwide. Even better, they update daily, so please visit them at firstrow.ca. If you're into video games and books, please visit bossfightbooks.com for great books on classic video games. You'll find titles like Resident Evil, Final Fantasy VI, NBA Jam, and so many others. Everything you see on their website is available in paperback and ebook format, so please check them out at bossfightbooks.com. And if you want to support me directly, you can visit my merchandise store at tpublic.com or scroll down on today's device. It's embedded right there in the description. Click on that link. It takes you right to the merchandise store. I got everything from hoodies to t-shirts, travel mugs, phone cases, anything you need or want. It is there. But the easiest thing, the most important thing, the freest thing to do to support the show is rate, subscribe, review on all major platforms. Most specifically, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. So, as mentioned last week, I am joined for a second week in a row by the gentleman that treated me better than my family, and that I got to touch and hold in person, Max Curtin and Jesse Benz. Ah, better, we How treat you Ben, Steve. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's been a long week, hasn't it, since we saw you last? I know, well, what, 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 fuck, it's funny that we're, we're all wearing the same thing. Did we coordinate this somehow like that? I, 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 never, I just never changed my clothes. <laughs> I stink. Yeah, obviously people aren't stupid. We are doing the same recording in the same sitting as we did last week's episode. Obviously, doing podcasts, it doesn't all run smoothly. Sometimes guests bow out last minute. That's exactly what happened to me. So obviously the gentleman had an extra hour to stay. And now we're going to talk about my trip to the UK. If people follow me on Instagram, you saw I went to the UK for a week. These fine gentlemen were there. We got to touch, feel each other, see each other. Okay, I got to know. When you guys saw me for the first time, honestly, what did you think of me? Please, give me it all. Give me the truth. I love the English truth. That's one thing we're going to touch on a lot about this. Uh, arousal was up there. Yeah, um, I had to sit down immediately. 
I was yeah, I was stiff. Um, I <laughs> Jackie filmed us hugging, and I hope she didn't like see anything. Oh my like, god! Well, I'm surprised Steve didn't feel anything. I thought that well, your will, your willies was sort of in danger of going into each other like a Chinese finger trap. See, Not but that's it. why I'm a bit taller. So if anything, it would have gone right in his belly button. Well, there, there you go. And Max, uh, speaking from experience, has a very deep, tasty belly button. So that would have um, that would have done well. Um, but, yeah, but uh, but no, seriously, uh, you're much taller than I thought you'd be. It was the first thing I noticed okay. uh, when I met you. You're also much slimmer. Like, not that you not that you look like a fat man. Sure. But, like I don't know. Like you you sort of. Because we only ever see you from the chest up on here, right? So True. You never see I, your arms or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never see your arms or. Oh, uh, so I, yeah. Because you just see. Like, uh... Yeah, so you don't see. So you're actually like I don't want to use the word gangly. That feels unfair. But like you, um, but you're sort of yeah. You're taller. Okay. How about this? If I was to work out, I'd have the physique of someone like Edge. Is that fair? If you were to work out. Yes. But right now, <laughs> but right now, to keep this wrestling theme, I look like Christian Cage. Let's go with that. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And you've always had, I think I've said to you before, you've always had a bit of Mick Foley in your face, which I've always really enjoyed. Just the the beard and the kind eyes are very Mick Foley. But also the murderous intent behind them as well. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, that's what we thought of you. What did you (laughs) think about? (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. First impressions of Max and the Jazzmeister. You know what's weird? Like, obviously we never melt in person. We talk all the time. uh, But it felt like we've met before. I don't know if that's weird. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. when I met you guys and I saw you, it was like, it was no funny feeling. There was nothing. It was just like, Oh, it's just hooking up with a friend going out for beers, like a regular Friday night type of thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like it was weird. I had to keep, I know what you mean. That's what I thought as well. But like, it's because we do this and we see each other on Skype or whatever, but it was like, it was like, this is like, this is like a 3D computer when I was like able to like touch you. Do you know what I mean? It's like, this is like sensory, sensory Skype or something. It's amazing. I came to life. <laughs> yeah. It was, a, it was like AI or something. But, um, so you didn't like, so were you, were you confused by our sizings? <laughs> like, like we were by your. Actually, size? you know what? Max, I thought was taller than I thought. You, for some odd reason, you were the exact spitting image that I thought that I was going to see. Oh, really? Honestly. Oh, fine. That's cool. I'm happy yeah. with that. I'm glad I project what I am. There you go. There you go. <laughs> a damaged little boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but no, everything was I, like I kept saying this the whole trip, and I'm sure you guys were probably sick of it. Like everything felt like home while I was there. Like you know when you enter a new country, get off the plane, and there's that new country smell. It didn't feel like that for me in England. Like everywhere I go, it's like oh yeah, I'm not back home in Canada. Like you know what I mean. But for some odd reason in England, it felt like I was there before. Like it's giving me creeps now. Like like even walking down the street, like using the tube, everything like came second nature to me. It was like that. It's like I'm supposed to be there or something. It's a fucking weird feeling. I don't know if anyone else has ever felt this going on a vacation somewhere. That's cool. I, I never have to be honest. I'd like to, but yeah, you you must be. Um sort of a maybe you were English in a former life or you just like this good yeah. little hang file mean, thing who knows yeah you were kind of a natural I, I could see him being a street urchin <laughs> Victorian market and like oh, selling God. his wares and his oars he's that. sort of a, a, fa- a Fagin character with a teeny Very much a Fagin little character. child pickpockets yeah. actually no man I got the physique and the build to be one of the royal guards yeah we could yeah again You'd look Make like a stick with Fagan, but you do what you need to do. 
You'd look good in the beefy uh, outfit. I'd be into that. Okay, before we get into anything else, obviously I visited Buckingham Palace. Uh, we did the tour because a lot of people don't even know. You could actually go inside Buckingham Palace during the yeah. summer while the like Royals... King Charles just like watching telly. No, well, here's the thing. Well, that's the thing. Everyone's like, oh, did you get to see the Royals? I'm like, no, no, no. They're not there. They're not going to fucking fraternize with the peasants. Like, they, they go off to their fucking vacation home during the summer, right? So it's empty. But we don't go into their bedrooms. Like... What you do is you go in and you go like the main room, the ballroom, like they have a ton of drawing rooms you pass by, like like the dining room, stuff like that. You don't go to like their personal area. And then you go in the backyard, which is fucking huge. But I don't understand this. Okay, so I get there. We're doing the walk that they do always, that procession to get to the main gates. And after I start seeing people, I'm like, oh shit, there's a lot of people here. And then I, I turn to Jackie and I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? I thought you said the Royals aren't here. Why are these people waiting? They're like, oh, it's the turning of the guard. I'm like, what do you mean the turning of the guard? You're like, oh, the guards come off their shift and new guards come. So people like to see it. I'm like, what? Like, why do people want to see guards come off their shift? When I punch out at work, there's no fucking cheerleaders outside of my door <laughs> saying, hey, you're off work, congrats. Like, what the fuck is this? They're fucking tell security me, guards. Tell me you wouldn't want that, though. If Actually, I would. That would be awesome, right? I'm not lying. I'm not lying. I probably would want that. But still, but like, you know what I mean? Like, there's security guards. Who fucking cares if they're fucking getting off their... Like, when did this become a thing? I know, but Steve, they're security guards in fun hats, okay? And that's what makes <laughs> all the difference. Fair skin hats. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. fun hat always deserves a round of applause. Oh, my God. Have you guys ever been in Buckingham Palace? No, can't say I have actually. Really? Oh, so yeah, see? No, you're more, you're more, you're more English than us now. You've done all this shit. Yeah, that's crazy. Because I knocked off a lot. Of, how about you guys? Have you guys done any of the so-called touristy stuff? Like even, even in school, for example, you guys get to go like on field. I could only imagine the field trips you guys take as kids. Uh, I, we went on. The, I went on the London Eye as a kid. Okay. Oh, did you did your primary school take you to the Millennium Dome, Max? No, no. I was, I was oh, my, my primary school took us to the Millennium Dome when that was open. Do you know about the Millennium Dome, Steve? They, I don't know what was, what is that. I didn't go to that. In the year two thousand, well, it's not. Wait, well, it's an O two now. It's uh, oh. just a, a, a music venue. Well, they didn't but, money in the bank. Um, uh, oh yeah, okay. Gotcha. But, um, but it was originally opened as the Millennium Dome, and it was like oh. it's the year two thousand, and it's like everything's themed around the Millennium. Right, right. And it's like, but you just sort of turn up, and it's like there's nothing here. It's just there's just like a show. Of like dancers and stuff, and then it's like, yeah, it's the year two thousand, and then all of a sudden it's the year two thousand and three, and no one gives a fuck. Do you know what I mean? It suddenly feels really old. That's hilarious. So it closed real quickly. It was like the biggest waste of money in English history of like an entertainment. Oh, much. Yeah, it's huge, huge venue. Yeah, they put dinosaurs in there, and that was about it. They did. Um, and but yeah, I mean, I've walked past Big Ben. I've done some work. <laughs> I've walked past. <laughs> That's hilarious. Went uh, on London Eye, same as Jesse. But yeah, okay. I, I think it's you don't do the touristy, touristy stuff when you live there. Even if you live in one of the most like iconic cities in the world, you just you do you do the other stuff like we showed you. Yeah, I'm sure. But again, like I said, even as kids or whatever, or when I guess like how I came into town. But there's there's some like places like the Scarborough Market, a fucking or the Borough Market. Sorry, I'm saying Scarborough because we have an actual city called Scarborough here. The Borough Market, like that was fucking fantastic. Like the Camden Market too. Like all these other places that are, like Hyde Park. Like I could go on and on with stuff to go through, but it's like there's always something to do in some kind of borough everywhere in London, which to me yeah. is fantastic. I love how there's so many people there, but it didn't feel like you were squashed, if that makes sense. 
Yes, when we were in Camden. Well, yeah, but that fuck, that's that's <laughs> yeah, that's pretty crazy there. Is that, yeah, no, I, I love London. It's like, it's pro- it's probably my favourite city in the world that I've ever been to. And because of what you said, there is just there's something for everyone. There's an area that suits everyone, no matter what you're into what you like there's somewhere for you in london it's um, yeah a big fan. even central and i know like back you know the touristy bits and stuff like max hates and stuff but well like, sure of course it's and if you and if you have to put up with it every day if you go through it work i totally understand uh... that but like but um i don't know even but even the tacky touristy stuff i still think has its place and i do yeah. i i like and i like i still like the energy of that you know yeah well, like there's nothing better than Piccadilly Circus and just like right. Last week I went and saw Hamilton and just had a bite to eat on a Thursday. Just yeah, yeah. Because could, you know, it, it's See? that kind of thing that you can do here. It's it's a ridiculous city. No, it is ridiculous. And the one thing again for being such a big city, and again, you guys are revered as people telling the truth, being down to earth. And sort of being snooty, which I don't understand because I, I just don't think the North American way could take the English way. But to me, I define it as being polite, being nice, and being classier than North America. That's the way I look yeah. at it. Is that is that was that your experience? Was it that, was, was like even walking down the street, like because again, I, luckily due to some contacts that will name nameless. And thank you, you know who you are, and I love you for this. I was able to smoke weed, like you know what I mean. So it's like, come on, like walking down the street smoking, not one person batted an eye. Like I thought I was going to get like the evil eye because here, even when it's legal now in Toronto, if I'm walking down the street smoking a joint, I still get the evil eye. Like, you know what I mean? And it was like, and one time, because I do like to indulge in a cigar every once in a while as well. I was like fumbling around. I had a cigar in my mouth. I was fumbling around for a lighter and some dude out of nowhere just comes up to me. He's like, oh, do you need a light? And I'm like, oh yeah, I do actually. Fucking light my cigar. If this is Toronto, someone would have yanked that out of my mouth and fucking took off down the street. (laughs) <laughs> and then they pickpocketed him <laughs> can you imagine if that was what I, but you know what oddly enough someone almost gr- snagged my phone out of my hand because again being oh, a shit, tourist mate. yeah so i had, would always have my maps on my phone so i could see where to go right and then there was this one yeah, time i understand why you use maps so there's one time I think we were walking towards uh, big ben and then after someone just brushed my shoulder and i felt the tug on my phone uh, and then I, something just, and I just gripped onto it and I pulled away. Luckily, I ended up with my phone, but yeah, right there, I could have lost my phone just in broad daylight, like nothing, man. Because again, yeah, like, man. like Max said, I'm sure you guys know who the tourists are. Like, fuck. I'm sure I stand it out like nothing. So it's like, oh, look at this guy. Yeah, I'm going to snag his phone. Well, yeah, the second, yeah, the second they hear your voice, they think, you know, there's, there's and that too. vulnerable. Right? So I tried to talk as least as possible to people just so I want to come off as a tourist. <laughs> I felt like that the other way when I was in Dallas. It was like, you know, oh, you sort okay. of feel so, you feel so English, you know, so like, not, I, I know. It sounded posher than when you were in Yeah, it's posh. That's the word for it, posh. You just feel like, you know, we're not posh, but you sort no. of feel like, oh, I just, I feel like, oh God, they're going to think I'm like, oh, I feel so namby-pamby and well-to-do with everyone I'm talking to, you know, and I fucking, yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah, but again, that's how it comes off in North America. Like, uh, I got to luckily go up to Liverpool to visit another friend of mine that's up there. And he has, I I believe, a two or three year old uh, daughter, right? And when she speaks, it's for us, it's so cute because it seems like she's so regal and it's like talking like the queen. Like, you know what I mean? And she's so young with that because to us, it's an accent, obviously. So it comes off like, again, like so regal and posh and it's so cute to hear because we're not used to it. Like you don't really see like children having parts in movies in North America with an English accent. 
Good night. That's true. Yeah. Um, speaking of Liverpool, I just want to segregate the North and the South a little bit further. You're wearing Liverpool Football Club shirt right now. It's because we don't walk alone, my friend. Did you prefer Liverpool or London? Oh, London, hands down, of course. Because yes. th- there's more to them? do. That's the problem. Liverpool was beautiful as well. Like I went to the docks. I, I had high tea there. Ate at an amazing Italian restaurant. Beautiful all the way around. But again, there's less to do. Like you know what I mean. There's not as much to see. I even went to Anfield for a bit, but you're limited. Like because it's obviously a smaller town. Like you know what I mean. But again, still for a smaller town, there's way more to do in comparison to what a small town is here in Canada. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, just the population alone on your friggin' small well, yeah, rock. We, these guys got, what, triple the amount of population that we do in Canada, right? So, go figure. 68 million people. Yeah, well, we're at 38, I think, was our last count? Around, again, don't quote me. Mid-30s. Mid Ridiculous. Right? And look how much room we have. <laughs> so, it goes to show. And again, yeah, no, just... And then the other thing I noticed, too, is that everyone is so nicely laid back. No one gives too fuck. No one starts shit just to start shit. No one's looking for a fight. Like, you know what I mean? I love that type of attitude. Like, here, you can't look anyone in the eye. You can't say something. Or if something, someone bumps into you, you think you need to defend your space and yourself. And it's like, it's so aggressive over here. It's so fucking annoying compared to over there. But then the stereotype of Canadians is that you guys are the most polite, nicest people in the world. It's like the stereotype that Again, we get. Again, outside of Toronto, my friend. Right, okay, the so tr- Toronto is the exception. Like, we have 3.5 million in the city and probably, like, 5.5 with the surrounding boroughs and stuff, so we're, like, the biggest city, like, you know what I mean? Like, we have 25% of the fucking Canadian population in one city. So, it's like, obviously, there's going to be some ups and downs and you got that more city mentality and, you know, it's 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 a fucking rat race. Like, everyone's trying to make a buck here. Like, everyone's forgotten the morals, the fucking, like, having fun, like, going out, like, like how you guys took me out the first night there, fucking literally... Off an eight-hour flight, three-hour sleep, you go pub crawling all fucking night. It's like, fuck, man, this is the shit that I miss, like, from back home. And it feels like you can't really do that because then you're going to be too tired for work. You're not going to be able to do that. Like, I don't, again, I don't know how these guys do it, too. These guys stay up till the middle of the night drinking and go to work the next day like it's nothing. I love that sort of feel and that mentality, man. It's awesome. You just power through, yeah. You're, you're just miserable all day and happy all night. That's how it works if you're English, generally. <laughs> yeah, we really should look at ourselves, but yeah, we're having fun. Yeah, it's, yeah, it will catch up with us and kill us one day, but we are enjoying yeah. ourselves. <laughs> it was a good start for your holiday, I think. You when you us meeting you in Chiswick, and then and then I think Chiswick was a cool part of London for you to start with as well because it is a nice suburban sort of area of London and sort of eased you in nicely with those pubs, right? As opposed yeah. to if we dropped you straight into Central after that flight and all of that, that would have been a bit fucking much for you, I think. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, exactly. And I appreciate it. it was so close to the hotel we were staying at too. That was awesome. Like I said, because again, if you look, I tried to like look at the map of the two before we went just so I could, I was like, yeah, right. What the fuck is this shit? I've never seen so many lines and so many connections and so many different types now I can name them pretty much all the top of my head. Like I ran them all from Piccadilly to Victoria to fucking yeah. you name it. I, know, I like I my that. favorite one is is the Buckaroo line. Oh my god, that's my favorite one. Just the name alone. <laughs> the the Buckaroo line is the dirtiest, skankiest line. It is, so but rough. I love the name. I love the name. <laughs> yeah, I mean when having you and Jackie that first night, and then I kind of took you back on the tube because you were like, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. And obviously Chiswick to Ealing is very easy. It is. And then I kind of left you instructions the next day. It was like, fly my little birdies, fly, find your wings. And you were all over the shop. You were fine. 
fuck, we made it. We survived. We ended even to go to Liverpool. We had to go to Houston Station. We ended up getting there somehow. And then after, like, there was even one time because we, we you never warned us too how the Piccadilly line always goes down because it's one of the oldest lines. We were lucky that it never went down while we were there until the second last day. And then we had to walk all the way to Ealing Broadway to pick up the Elizabeth line. See, I'm, I'm like a local, my friends. And then after, <laughs> if anyone needs a tour guide next time they go, hey, I'm your guy. So we have to go, like, even to figure that out and stuff. It's like, oh, okay. Like it, it, like I said, everything became second nature to me over there. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I could see it in you in, in, in those two days. I mean, it, it's a testament to how good a city London is that even Steve can navigate everyone. So if you're feeling worried about <laughs> taking a trip, you're fine. Yeah, just just find a photo of Steve and go, wow, even that guy can get around London. And then well, you'll feel much better. The thing is... We should, is, we should like, get this in our TFL ads. <laughs> there you go. And the thing is, is there's literally a tube stop like every less than a kilometer or so from each other. So you could literally walk all the like to so many different stops... Where yeah. c- compared to even Toronto, where we have, I think now we're up to four or five lines. It's like, you still got to take a bus to get what we call the subway. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, that's why our transit system sucks over here. Like, it's just, and for as many lines and how chaotic it is, always seems like the service flowed naturally, always good. Even if there's a delay, you guys, like everyone is honest. Like you hear the conductor, oh, the the driver just got off. We're waiting for the next drive. You'll never hear that over here. They'll just keep us in the dark. Don't tell us anything. Like even walking yeah. through the tube alone, oh, the, your, uh, London is notorious for pickpocketers. Make sure you have all your belongings on you secured. You would never hear that here. Like we have stabbings every day in our subway and you'll never hear or think that there is a stabbing if you walk into our subway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like, yes. don't worry, everything's fine. Yeah, there's definitely no stabbings happening here, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, there's there's always an alternative route, here. and as Jesse said, like I live in Chiswick, which is technically uh, it's not the outskirts of London, but it's pretty much as close as you can get, yeah, to being that kind of out, out yeah. area. Um, but I can be within central Victoria in twenty minutes, right? I uh, love that, you know, yeah. And I live in, like, the suburbs, if you will. Yeah, and again, again, even in the suburbs, because I live in the suburbs of Toronto, and there's, like, nothing around me. I got to take a car no matter where I go. But your suburbs, you walk down the street, like how me and Jacker kept saying that, oh, my God, you guys have a nightlife in Chiswick. Like, bars are out there. You got still restaurants and stuff. And it's like, you would never see that in a suburb in, in Canada. I'm sorry. No. And again, it seems like I'm shitting on Toronto. Toronto is an A-class city, of course. We're clean. You know, you could get everything you want. Our food is, I think, still top of the line in the world compared to anyone. But London, my friends, for all the shit you guys get for your bland food, oh my god, I was not expecting how good the food in London was, my friends. Every That is such an outdated stereotype which somehow has persisted. We did not conquer half the world and steal all of their food for everyone to say our food is bland and shit. Like, we took everything from those places. That's true. But even, even, even the OG bland English stuff. Like, you had fish and chips, right? Of course. Oh, the it. best fish yeah, and yeah. chips I've ever had. Yeah, nice. Sausage See, mash, pie and gravy. Yeah, all good shit. And whilst we're on this subject, by the way, we should just mention before we go on, meeting what? Jackie, Steve, was fucking awesome as well, because she's obviously not 
a presence in this podcast per se. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So like to actually meet her and put her name to the face and realize that she's lovely as well, you know, was really, really Oh, and cool. just so people know, in case they think I'm having her trapped in a basement, she chooses not to come on the show. I've offered every time. She does not want to. <laughs> so it's not because of me. Don't think I'm holding my wife down. Okay, let's just make it clear now. <laughs> not like that. But yeah, no. But yeah, she, she was awesome. And it was, yeah, really, really cool to meet her as well. Oh, that's awesome to hear. And then, yeah, no, obviously, like, everything, like, again, back to the food itself. We always try to hit, because obviously I'm Portuguese background, a Portuguese restaurant. Thank you, Max, for bringing us over to Camden and finding a Portuguese restaurant where you had a Superbok for the first time for all the Portuguese listeners. Max now loves Superbok. And it's like the food was so good. Like, again, it felt like it was your typical Portuguese restaurant with your typical Portuguese food. I even got to bust out my Portuguese while I was in England. I didn't yeah. think that was going to ever happen. And it's like, fuck, this minute, is awesome. The minute we sat down, this waitress just didn't even, didn't speak English, just went straight into Portuguese. And I was like, <laughs> oh, before Brexit sort this shit out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Steve had a good time. That was good. What did you have, Steve? What? Portuguese food to do eat? We call it fibrage. It's grilled pork on, on obviously the grill with French fries. Nice. Sounds good. Yeah, that's always my go-to. It's usually that or something we call, a, uh, it's called a bitok, which is just your typical steak. And then it's, sometimes it's grilled, sometimes it's fried, however you do it, with the gravy. And then you have it with rice, potatoes, and with uh, sunny side egg on top. Nice. Jack Portuguese food sounds good. Whole fish, like the head on the tail, the scales, everything. By the end of it, it looked like one of those cartoons where the cat just kind of like right. right? <laughs> again, if you follow our Instagrams, you saw it. we posted this shit daily. And again, I, I know I hate to be one of those people that are like okay. And another thing I want to make clear: I'm not trying to show off. I'm not trying to say my life is better than yours. I'm trying to chronically chronicalize, if that's even a word or a phrase, this stuff because. I don't, my phone is garbage. I don't have a lot of memory. So my memory is Instagram. I upload everything there and then I could go through everything afterwards and stuff like that. I know it sounds corny and whatnot, but because I hate those people. It's like, oh, look at me. I'm here. Look at me. I'm here. Like for no reason at all. But I did not post a typical, I'm on the airplane. Look at me picture. So I, at least no, I got away with true. that. And, and, and I mean, I, when, when you're meeting legends like us, it needs to be documented. Well, that's the thing too. Right? And that's the other thing. I was meeting people, not only sightseeing, right? So... Yeah, I mean, look, look, this podcast has opened up the opportunity for you to meet people in different countries, like get tours, people in Liverpool, people in London. You're now doing a podcast which also immortalizes the trip. Um, it's sick, and you need to send over some of the group pictures, by the way, because oh yeah, that's right, I got to do any. Oh yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah, we don't have any, do we? I assume you'll be using them for promotion for this show. I imagine. I hope so. No, I'm going to crop these guys out and just have myself. <laughs> I was, I was put myself by Big Ben holding it and be like, hey. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Oh my God. But yeah, it was an epic trip. One of my favorite spots to ever visit, honestly. Like, I can't wait to get back there again, guys. Like, like I said, it's not just something I said just to get a crack, but no, you honestly treated me better than family. There's some years where I've gone to Portugal and my family ghosts me, doesn't even fucking come see me, nothing, invite me, nothing. For you guys, again, never to meet in person and to treat me like the way you guys treated me, I'm forever in debt, and you guys always know you have a place to stay if you ever do come to Toronto, my friends. Cheers, buddy. Well, thank yeah. you, mate. Yeah. You are family. You're our podcast family. 
Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, well, it's beyond it. Now that we've met in person, it's beyond podcast family. It's just family. So, well, um, and I'd like to take you up on that because I've never been to Canada. So um, I would definitely like the favour to be returned at some point and... Um, I will come and stay with you. That'd be ace. I think Toronto's for you, Jesse. I really do. Toronto's your type of city, my friend. Yeah, full of assholes. Yeah, it's full of assholes. Yeah, everyone's everyone's so cunt. You can't look at each other at all, Jesse. It's so you. <laughs> it is no i mean like just the nightlife the typical style like being in a band yourself and stuff like that like that's the toronto scene like you know what i mean we are still artsy we still have a nightlife like all that fun stuff like again don't get me wrong it's just that everything of ours is all like in one place type of thing so it's sort of always hard to go to the same places over and over but to visit oh my god like i would always tell anyone if you come to canada the three major cities obviously toronto montreal vancouver and i honestly think in that order Okay, yeah, cool. No, I'm up for it. I'd like to. And uh, Max, you've never done Toronto, have you? I've never no. done Toronto, no. I, um, I actually have to book some tickets to Canada because I've got uh, this credit on some tickets. So if Toronto's cheap, I might be coming sooner than you think. It'll be cheaper than Vancouver, I'll tell you that much, my friend. Well, anything is. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Oh my God, that is true. But yeah, that first night, like you brought it up. Wimp pop crawling, three spots the thing that blew my mind again the quality of service the, how happy everyone is everywhere no one goes like here people go to a bar to drink their sorrows you guys go to a bar to have fun like again that's just and then to being able to bring your dogs to a bar not even be quite or a pub as i should say because you guys have pubs so like you know what i mean it's like oh that's all great stuff and all your beers are fantastic love them from top to bottom the one I remember, which one was the one? The one that Jackie loved. London, what was it called? London Pride. London Pride. I think yeah, that, that was nice. one of my favorites that I had since we landed there. But let's do an impromptu top five, my friends, because, you know, you used to be Gato 5. What are your top five beers of all time? Um, um, I, I don't, this, is, this isn't exactly a niche sort of choice, but um, Guinness, man. I could just drink Guinness Can you? all day. Yeah. yeah. Fucking love Guinness. And I could drink it all day and just not get drunk. It's amazing. Like, it, And I could just go and go and go on it. It's like my go-to. If I'm out for the long haul, Guinness can get me through and I'll be fine on it. Which I don't know why, but it's um, just a nice, it's a nice one for that. Um, there's one. Do you guys have Neck Oil over there? A brewery called Beaver Town. No. no? Um, Neck Oil. It seems really. Po- it suddenly popped up here everywhere. It's like in every pub now. Okay. Um, yeah, brewery called Beaver Town, um, and their big drinks called Neck Oil, and that's really nice. That's really easy to drink as well. Um, what else, Max? Have you got any that you could think? Uh, Currently, Jubal is my favourite one. It's like a peach beer. Um, can oh. drown, drink those like it's pop juice. Um, I can't do Tiny Rebel is a general favorite brewery of mine. Uh, the Club Tropicana one is again yeah, another they, to be. They stole like. they stole the cyanide logo though. Right, no, you got to let it go. They're more successful, but it's okay. Uh, okay. Well, they still um, I can sue them and get money. <laughs> and then Camden House, like Camden House, is probably my favorite. Like Lager, Lager, House Spice. Punk IPA, I know it, it feels like you're not allowed to like it anymore because apparently <laughs> yeah. the, own, the owners I have cut juice for me. Um, yeah, but the but it's still good beer. I'm sorry, I can't help yeah. it. Brewdog beer, same as Tiny Rebel, any of them. And then fifth, 
Um, maybe Brixton. You know, if I yeah. just had to throw another one in, like I'd say. So you guys stick to all the UK beers. You guys don't drink any imports, do you? No, it, it's kind of not looked down upon here, maybe because me and Jesse are snobs, but it is kind of like if you're drinking the Peronis or the Biamorettis sure. or the Fosters, then you're a little chavvy and scum. Mm. Really? Here uh, it's sort of the opposite. Everyone wants international beer here. I mean, I say that. I mean, I'm, li- I'm drinking Budweiser right now, which is like basically water, right? But but I've, I've only got that because um, I was out... Um, I was out last night or the night before, I can't really know, last night um, and drinking uh, drinking with someone and then and they came back here for another drink and I'd had, and it was like, I just need something light to gotcha. like drink because any, any, if I carried on like that, it would have tipped me over the edge, do you know what I mean? So I just bought no, I a couple it. of Budweiser. I wouldn't to get it up anymore. Yeah, um, something like that. So, um, <laughs> the, so the Budweiser was um, just the ticket. Yeah, I, I mean... I don't know about you, just but I would never go order a Peroni with the boys, for example. <laughs> the boys, no, uh, no, neither would I. It's or, no. or, a, or a Budweiser or anything like that. See, that's great. So, okay. yeah. Snobby beer drinkers. Let's see mm. in mind then. I, I have to go from my favorite to my worst, then one to five. I'll go. My favorite beer is Superbock. I, I just love it. It goes down like water for me. And if you could get it. Out of the tap, oh my god, even better. And cold. That was one of the best cold beers I've ever had. Right? Goes down so yeah. smooth. Then I'll go with, again, see, mine is going to be all over the place. And then I'll go with Red Stripe, a Jamaican beer, Jamaican lager. Okay, yeah, we got that over here. Then I'm going to go with Heineken, because everyone loves Heineken. Like, that's just the cool beer to drink. Then I'm going to go with a Canadian favorite of mine, Moosehead. Sounds good. Does again, it have a good logo? Yes, it's an actual Moosehead. I, I, that's what I was hoping. But is it like a cartoon moose? No, it's actually a pig that they put on it roasting. No. <laughs> Can you imagine? The- <laughs> 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 Mooses don't look like moose on film. You have to use a pig. <laughs> there, was, um, there was a crappy beer in BC, Caribou, that I literally shit myself for two days after drinking it. <laughs> Never heard of this. It was horrendous. Yeah, we do have some shitty beers here. Like, there are some crappy stuff, but all in all, it's pretty good. And then I guess to round up my top five, I don't fuck. I wouldn't know. I guess Coors Light, just because I drink it the most, because it's light. Like, you know, it's one of those beers where you can have a couple and still be able to drive or do whatever you want because you're not over the limit. Like, you know what I mean? So you can get away yeah. with it. So maybe a Coors Light or anything light, I guess. Except for Bud Light. I don't know. Just something about Bud Light. It's too fizzy, I find. But you, Yeah, so based on your top five, Steve, uh, one thing I've learned about you oh. just now is oh. that you are a basic bitch. <laughs> okay. The person, this is coming from a person who barely drinks beer and would rather prefer to drink a nice cup of Weiser's. What's Weiser's? What's Weiser's? How drunk are you? You just polished off a bottle last week watching All In. Oh, that's like, so I didn't get as far as reading the label, but it was, yeah. Oh my God. Was, uh, <laughs> but it was like, it was just like, oh, Canadian whiskey. Awesome. But yeah, but no, that was, yeah, that was lovely. So I had, I sent you a picture when I had like my first snifter of it last week or whatever it was. And then, yeah, watching the wrestling show on Sunday night, I just had, it was literally like, apart from that little oh. bit that I had 
the days before, whatever, it, I had the entire bottle throughout the show, just neat with ice. It was fucking lovely. Now, how is it in compared to Scottish whiskey or Irish whiskey or whatever whiskey you guys get over there? Is, is it smoother? Is it more harsh? Is there more flavoring behind it? Like, what's the difference in your opinion now that you had both? It's much easier to drink. Your one is. Really? So, uh, yeah, Canadian is smoother and easier to drink. Yeah. Um, I think the Scottish... The, the Scottish, are, yeah, the Scottish are proud of making it harsh. Oh. Yeah, they they want you to go like that when you drink it. You know what I mean? Okay, Jimmy, fucking hell. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah, and that, and that's why everyone in Scottish are alcoholics. Yeah, and uh, they're either alcoholics or heroin addicts or obese, um, and that's every <laughs> Scottish person. And um, yeah, no, your Canadian stuff was is just like smooth, easy, but but still gave me a good buzz by by the end of the show. It definitely did the trick. Oh, that's awesome! Sounds exactly like me then. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of buzz, again, fantastic weed, my friends. I was not expecting the weed from England to be that great. Like I was expecting, which is mad because it was bought from like a um, a little town council estate. <laughs> which is it's, I, like, it's crazy, but it's like. I was, I don't know what I was expecting, honestly. I was just like, okay, whatever. As long as I get the gist of it, the taste, you know, as long as it calms down my nerves from my head and I could get through the night, I'm good. And I was like, oh, shit, this thing actually gave me a buzz. Like, I was not expecting just to get a buzz. I just needed some THC in my body, like I said, to calm down everything. But it gave me a buzz too. And I was like, hey, not fucking bad. Nice, that's good. Well, I mean, I don't think you'll get in trouble, will he? We should, we'll thank Crommy, we'll name him for... You guys know better than I do. I don't know how the laws work over there. Yeah, so it's fine. It's a sting operation. This is this is your podcast, so there's um, it's not yeah, it's your legal responsibility. Not no, not mine. I uh, consumed uh, it. That's all I did. I, I was a good boy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But this is this is technically a Canadian distributed product, right? This podcast. So I think we're okay. Um, it's true. Uh, it's legal here. Yeah, no, yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, our friend Crobby secured it. He did a fucking fantastic job. He got it to me. I was your fucking drug mule transporting it across the country in the coach. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, my friend. Your butt. We told you. Why did you do that? <laughs> I just like the way it felt. Maybe uh, that's uh, why I got a buzz. That's the secret. <laughs> the residue. Yeah, English weed smells weird. And here I thought it was like nuggets of hash. No, I was wrong. <laughs> no, and the other thing I noticed too, you guys still love to roll cigarettes, which is a non-thing here anymore. Oh, really? No, no. Like if yeah. someone pulls out that, they think automatically you're rolling a joint, like weed. And I think oh, that's okay. how I got away a lot of the time, smoking a joint walking down the street because people don't bat an eye. They're like, oh, you're just smoking tobacco. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, I've always, yeah, when I smoked, and I still do every now and again with sure. a drink or whatever, but when I smoked full-time, it was always roll-ups, um, just che cheaper, really. I think that's the main yeah. sort of thing. When you start smoking, you just go for the cheaper one, right? Oh, good point. Yeah, because cigarettes there are a little bit expensive. I, my jaw almost dropped when I heard the price of a pack of smokes there, man. That's crazy. Oh, it's horrendous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The tax on them over here is bad. Like, even smoking roll-ups now we went into a store the other day and it was like 30 quid for a for a pack and we we're like what what yeah, the that's... fuck 30 yeah. that's like comes out to like just about over a little bit over 50 canadian that is nuts yeah, yeah. it is insane and and another thing about roll-ups i remember thinking this before um, yeah. straight cigarettes non-roll-up cigarettes even when you're not smoking them, they continue to burn down, right? So if you're having a chat or whatever, oh. and then you forget to like, they go, whereas roll-ups, they don't. So you can just chat and chat and chat and chat, and you won't lose any of your cigarette until you've actually smoked it. That's another plus for the roll-up. 
No, of course it and is. And you get to feel like a cowboy. And you feel like a cowboy. When And I am a cowboy, so it's good to look the part. Well, you're Monsieur. <laughs> yes, that's very true. Oh, my God. Okay. I've been waiting to talk about this with you with Jesse since the night you suggested me watch the infamous show that has now become one of my favorite shows of all time. What's this? Naked Attraction. Every night when we got back to our hotel, we watched a fucking episode, my friend. (laughs) Okay, explain to your listeners what the hell a naked attraction is before we go any further. (laughs) Yes, please, please. Explain, Jesse, because you explained it to me and that's what made me want to watch it. So please, explain it to the audience. Okay, so it's it's kind it's it's so it's a it's like a dating show that's on English telly, right? So they bring a guy or a girl out who who gets to, who has a choice of I think it's five people, five or six people, something like that. Uh, um, who like who is one of their prospective dates, right? But these people are all standing behind a um, like shield, and they're completely naked, and we get it in three phases. So the first one comes up. And depending on who they fancy, you've got five dudes and you just see their ball bag and dick. Which is weird, that being the first one. But anyways. Well, no, it's good. Get it out of the way early. Do you know what I mean? We've got short attention. The the ones I've seen, they showed the knees first. No, they went right up to the waist. No, they go straight straight to the dick. And then I think they go to the neck and then they do the face, I believe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so it's in reverse. So you'll see, you're seeing people in the wrong order because normally, yeah. if you pick someone up in the bar or whatever, you'd see their face first, and then if you're lucky, you see their body and then their lower body, and then start noshing. Um, but they, uh, but this way, um, it's it's just fucking mad, and it's all about you. Me completely reassess what I find attractive in people because you see, say, it's like a girl, and you see like their legs and their minge, and it's like. Uh, that's not for me. That looks a bit like a badger that's been hit with a shotgun. Oh god! And then, <laughs> oh my god! And then, like, and then it'll go higher again. It'll be like mm, they are pretty droopy swingers. I'm not sure about this. And then, and then it'll go up again. And they've got a really lovely, cute, like they're really sweet, lovely sure. face with a lovely smile and nice eyes, and they're really sweet. It's like, oh no, I would definitely have talked to you. Like, if I sort of pulled you, I would have been like, yeah, that's awesome. And then by the time you got their clothes off, it's like, fuck it, you don't care by that point because you've already made the connection with the face. Do you know what I mean? So so that's what blows my mind about the show. But Steve, what did you get out of it? That's what blows your mind out of the show? Oh, my God. Well, okay. What blows your... Well, I suppose, I suppose okay. like... It was. It's quite. It was quite a thing over here okay. to just have to just have dicks and stuff on normal telly. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Well, obviously that aside, because we don't see. We're not allowed to show. If you show that, that's considered porn, and you have to get like an X rating. So you can't really show genitalia other than like a nipple or something. Okay. Or or maybe okay, or like the ass crack. Like you know what I mean? That's so like, you're allowed. You're allowed dicks over here as long as they're not hard. <laughs> they're not as soon as they're hard. It's illegal. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, that's that's, the rule. that's but fair. also. The way the presenter's been like, oh yes, he has a lovely willy. Is that, is that the kind of willy you would not See, for? I was going to bring that up. Like, the stoicism of this fucking announcer and the host. Oh my god, it's as if she's seen every dick and every snatch in the world, and nothing phases her. Like you said, she could have seen a snatch that was, had a shotgun dumped on it, and it's like, oh, look at this nice beautiful little thing over here. Oh, is, is, is this what you fancy? And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, how is she like as if she's narrating like a Shakespeare fucking play or something? Like, you know what I mean? So that was a little bit weird. The next weird thing is when they finally meet at the end and they hug. I'm like, seriously? Oh, they make, we forgot about the bit 
it so the person okay. who's choosing, when they get to the last one, they get naked as well. Yes, yes, so, I, yeah, we yeah, forgot yeah, that part, yes. So you don't get away with... Like, yeah, yeah, fuck it, you take your clothes off as well, all right. And, and then, so yeah, they're both, and yeah, as you say, they hug and there's all sorts of like, yeah, touching going on. Such awkward hugging. It's right? like you're hugging your great aunt who you haven't seen in 10 years. <laughs> you know, those people that hug when they have to like put their bum out like that whilst they're hugging. Like, yeah. Okay, and then, again, not to body shame, because there's a type for everyone. The one the one pattern I did notice is, now I know why they went on the show. Like, I hate to say it. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, now I know why you're here. You never saw what the society deems a supermodel or a guy who's chiseled out of clay. Like, you know what I mean? You saw your typical, and I think that's what attracted to me to the show that made me want to watch more, is because you really don't think of watching, like, even porn or whatever. You don't want to watch, like, a regular person who walks. You want to watch something you can't get because it's a fantasy. Like, you know what I mean? So to watch, like, regular people come on this show who have normal lives, who have probably their parents watching this and their best friends while they're on TV, that's that's what blows my mind. You you know what I mean? I, I told you that I had a friend that I knew from Birmingham on that. And crazy. she didn't tell any of us that she was going to be on the show. And then it was like, oh, no. You found it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously you're going to... Well, yeah, if you hear about someone you know that's on that show, I don't care who it is, you're yeah, going to watch. It's human nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. You have to check it out. No, but you yeah, do. Crazy. And it's crazy because, yeah, you mentioned it. So, and it goes everywhere. It's, it's LGBTQ welcome. Like they have trans people on it and everything. Old, young. The one episode I watched that buzzed me out. They had the oldest contestant, I guess. He was like 78. And it's like, holy fuck. And again, yeah, that was a crazy, it was hard to get through that one. Like no pun intended, but yeah, it was very hard to get through that one. <laughs> But that's the thing, this man was 78, he had a Prince Albert, the thickest Prince Albert I've ever seen in my life, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, apparently his backstory was something like his wife died like 10 years earlier, and he ventured oh, out. I bet, I bet she's so proud looking down. Well, maybe he is, because he ventured out and became gay, and now is like all oh. into the gay community and stuff, and he loves men now and stuff, and he loves like the nudist life. Because his wife was totally, it sounded like his wife, I hate to say it, rest in peace, was like a shrew. And he wasn't allowed to do whatever he want. So now he's just like fucking wilding out and living his best life. <laughs> amazing. That's amazing. So it was just, so you just, you watched a whole hour of old Bangkok is what you're basically telling us. Well, the good thing is, you, you see how it is. It's segments. So there's like, it's only, it's an hour show, but there's five different contestants all the time, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, so. you, you get a nice mix, right? Yeah, so just when you've had your fill of old Bangkok, you get some like, I don't know, like thirty-year-old binge or something. And it's so you like, went to England and you watched like an episode a night. So you averaged a good twenty-five dicks during your holiday. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Oddly enough, I could go on record and say I've never seen so many dicks as I seen in England. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm make so a shirt. That's the I'm next so podcast to T-shirt. That, <laughs> that is a good slogan. Oh my I'm so, god! Yeah, I'm so glad you watched that show. That's made me really happy. I didn't know that you'd taken me up on the recommendation well i was just flipping through the channels at night and there was literally nothing on and i'm like and then again watching through and i see a lineup of dicks i'm like what the fuck and i'm like oh that's right jesse told me to watch this let's see what this guy's talking about and then hook line and sinker now i miss it now i wish there's a way of me getting it over here somehow we need to yeah we need to like invest in um i mean they wouldn't it be great if they did like a box set or something that we could send you just like oh a that's a good point maybe yeah. i should look into that <laughs> Well, here's the big question, gentlemen. Would you ever go on a show like that? Uh, if 
if all my family were dead. <laughs> <laughs> You're the last man standing. <laughs> yeah, then yes. But, uh, but I'd maybe do it. I'd do it. If, so if I was like you, right, and not English, or if the show was in a different country. or Good something, point. I'd go, I'd go to a different country and do it. I'd okay. Be up for that, but, I, but I wouldn't be able to do it where I'm known. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Fair oh, it enough. depends on the country, though. Like, imagine being Scandinavian naked attraction, all these blonde, beautiful, and then... Well, not only that, the one thing that kept going through my mind is like, all these people are naked, they're all sexual, they're all talking about sex. How has none of these guys popped a boner throughout the whole fucking episode? Yeah, well, that's that's when you appreciate how talented a lot of porn stars actually are, right? To get a boner with that camera crew with those lights all around you and stuff. Because I imagine it's the biggest fucking, like... But I don't care if the most beautiful people are in front of you. Like, I think camera crews and lights and shit is going to put you the fuck off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, imagine you're standing there completely naked and you're covered up to here. And all you hear behind the glass is like, his penis isn't what I would normally go for. Yeah, that's not That's true, too. It would get smaller and smaller for me until it's like... Disappeared <laughs> Yeah, but then the I flip said, side. What if they came by and be like, "This is the most gorgeous penis I've ever seen in my life." Now what? Then I would break that Glassstone cold style. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, but you know what? I'm sure someone did do it, and they had to like cut and like like start flicking it or something to get it back. I don't know. Like yeah, fuck. There was there was one episode that they had to uh, that they had to like delete the not use the segment because one okay. of the guys had a panic attack or something. What? I remember reading about that in the news. I'll try and find the article and I'll send it to you. But um, there is, yeah, it was actually, it was the guy picking the girls and it was when he had to get naked as well at the end. That's oh, when he had a panic attack. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. Now, imagine if you went on that show and one of the contestants was someone you knew. Or a family member, for fuck's sakes. I didn't know about anyone. <laughs> Just the thing comes up and it's your mum. Right! You're like, you're like some guy who's into older, because there was one too. There was a guy who was into older chicks, like some 20-year-old who loved to be with 50, 60-year-olds. So it was all older women. Imagine, yeah, if like an ant or something came up. Yeah, that would be horrendous, wouldn't it? Can you imagine? It would be good for television, though. Yeah, yeah, it would make amazing television. That's like Jerry Springer, sort of like Jerry Springer does naked attraction, isn't it? That's got that sort of vibe about it. They have to do a celebrity one. That would be a cool one to do. Oh, that that would be good. But but knowing them, because it's like Channel 4, which is like, um, channel 4 over here it's a good channel but okay. it's like D-list celebrities you know what I mean so like you sort of say celebrities and you're like but realistically they'd get like the most obscure probably people that you've got no interest in seeing naked you know what I mean like um, Jennifer Lawrence is not going to be on Celebrity Naked Attraction <laughs> well I doubt it yeah exactly right <laughs> How I love just... that we've spent more time yeah. on Naked Attraction than any of other because <laughs> like i said this thing's like edged in my memory like this is the thing i did like literally every like yeah i went sightseeing yeah there's nice old buildings like i've seen all the old churches all the beautiful sites like we've done like did thirty thousand steps literally every day looking at everything so this is my downtime to relax at the end of the day you know what i mean <laughs> did jackie did jackie enjoy it naked attraction actually she did too because again we, we again coming from north america this is just blows like i well, maybe it blew her mind a little bit more than mine because, again, I lived in Portugal for a year and same thing with TV. Like, you'd see you'd see people having sex and it's a fucking commercial for a T-shirt or something. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I was sort of used to it. Like, same thing. You go in your magazine, people are topless. Like, it's it's normal. Like, you know what I mean? 
But you're not used to it being North American because we're always shunned to think that sex is even worse than death itself. Like, you know what I mean? It's just different over here. So, that, yeah. th- again, that's what blew my mind, how everything was just so natural, how, again, I, I, I can't even fathom being on that stage or thinking of doing that. Like, it's bad enough being on TV alone. Now you're naked on TV? Like, fuck. <laughs> well, have we got a surprise for you. <laughs> yeah, this whole thing has been a ruse. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, my God. How about just a dating show in general? Would you guys ever want to do or would do a dating show? Uh, I feel like because the ones they do here in the UK is you've got to have, like, really clever quips and really quick answers. And I feel like I would do fine in a normal situation. But if I was put on the spot and someone's like, if I was a toaster, what would you put in me? I'd be like, uh, a fork. I don't know. <laughs> a chainsaw. <laughs> okay now how about this how about like uh, a competitive one like sort of like bachelor of love island or something how about that i did yeah the, the competitive element does appeal to me with something like that because i would like i would go full heel and just like betray everyone <laughs> i would like just completely be an absolute like sleazeball and just any, any any way that i could get ahead in the cheapest ways necessary i would and I love, I love the idea of like duping everyone around me whilst everyone's watching it. Like the camera's picking up what a cunt I'm being, but everyone around me like doesn't realise that everyone at home's watching. Like, how yeah. the fuck is he getting away with this? Like, how's he doing this? What? Just what like a your twat. life, <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah, I've been practicing for this, so I need to like, I need to join one of these shows. I, I would, lo- I would watch a lot more of these kind of Love Island, The Bachelor, like all of those shows if it was just. You had your really, really hot people that like chiseled in the gym, and then just like three or four completely average dudes. <laughs> like that would be just so entertaining. They should do like like a Love Island or something like that, where they get yeah. Either way, one gender of like your real stereotypical gorgeous, as you say, like sure. gym or like beach body people. But then the other gender, they just get like really ugly people, but they don't tell them until they're there, and that's all they're left with. So they they have to pick someone, right? And then it, but then it would become like a sort of there'd be one side being really superficial and one side having to look past that and actually get to know people. I think that could be quite an interesting experiment. Yeah. Well, they sort of have that in I don't know if you guys watch it on Netflix. Love is Blind. Have you heard of this show? Oh yes, yes, I've seen, yes. yeah. But Love is Blind, they're all still hot. Like, yeah. Oh, so even if you know the guy, yeah, I see what you're saying. You know, yeah, you're like gonna end up with someone deep. Yeah. Blind, I know I'm getting a hot person at the end of it. Like, yeah, I see what you're logo. saying. Did you ever see the one when they all dressed in like cosplayers, like animals, like? Yes, I think it's called like sexy stuff. beasts or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't get into that one. Like me, me and Jackie tried to watch a few at the beginning, and we're like, yeah, no, this is just too much. Like, I'm sorry. It's creepy, isn't it? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, it's. There was a mental one on Channel 4, which we watched an episode just purely based on a concept where the guy picks three girls and it's called Trapdoor, and he just launches one of them through a trapdoor. <laughs> what the fuck? That's the concept. That's what like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to find that. <laughs> Let's submit in Mr. Burns' mansion. Right? Talk about yeah, a morale crush. Holy fuck. <laughs> yeah. No, no thank when you. The, when, the, when the 500 kilogram weight... Um, all the 500 grams falls on him it's like sounded really heavy when I ordered it <laughs> just like bounces off <laughs> oh my goodness 
Oh man, how else can we end the show but with that, my friends? No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 oh, no, 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 no. What? No, no. no. What I'm happened? I'm not letting you out that quickly. What? What I do? You bring top fives on us all the time, my friend. Oh. I want your top five favorite things of your trip to England. Okay, let's start off with five. Oh, oh fuck! Okay, I'll, I'll go yeah. with food. I'll go with food. Nice. Five will be Number food. Five. Okay. Four. Best meal? The best meal, it's a toss-up between the Lebanese restaurant that we went to and the Portuguese. Both my recommendations? And they were. They were, exactly. They were both your recommendations, my friend. So I'll give it all to you. Yeah. Okay, so that's five. Four. Uh, the, The accessibility to get anywhere. So like the tube and all that fun stuff. Fantastic. No complaints. Like that, I, I was in awe of what you guys are able to accomplish there and how, like I said, fuck, I, I don't know. If, I could not see something in North America being pulled off like that. Like, kudos to you. Like, I love the tube. So I'll put that as number four. Using the tube Thank to get around. Represent. Uh, number three, of course, I got to go with the history. Like, everything, like, so historic. Like, you feel, like, the architecture. You see everything. Like, it's so fucking good. Like, I love, again, being Portuguese, I come from that old school shit. Like, you know what I mean? Maybe that's where the similarities are. So I'll say the architecture and the actual sightseeing, I'll put as number three. Number two. Getting hard. Getting hard. I know what my number one is. I'm trying to think of my number two. Are you just slapping your dick to try and think of something? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get ready for naked attractions. Fuck. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Number two, I, I don't know, man. I don't know what my number two would be. I think I only have a top four because my number one would obviously spending time with you guys. That's, you know, no questions asked. That's the standard, yeah. So let's go with number two, just the people in general. How about that? Like, I was very shocked to see how friendly and how helpful everyone is in England. It's really interesting hearing your perspective on things like that because you take it for granted when you're here. Do you know what I mean? You don't really think about it. But but yeah, you're right. You sort of it's nice because I had it when we were hanging out with you, like sort of seeing seeing it through your eyes. You're you're sort of seeing it for the first time again. Do you know what I mean? Which is actually really nice. Well, especially that wonderful that wonderful lady that served us that first place that we went to, Max. The one that was supposed to hook us up after with some kind of uh, tour, but she ended up leaving. She was fantastic. Like, you'll never get a server or someone working like that over here, my friend. Mm, yeah. I mean, London has a reputation of being a cold city and everyone's alone. And you don't make eye contact on the tube. But the amount of bars and stuff I go to, and it's so easy to make friends. And if you yes. strike up a conversation, you can. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, that, that's my top five of England for sure. And like I said, we will be back. We It's not an if, it's a when now. So Awesome. Well, we're glad you liked it. It was a pleasure to meet you, obviously. No, and again, I think, honestly, you guys made it. I would still loved England, but I think if it wasn't for you guys and showing us like the ins and outs and the hospitality and the real London life, we, we, we wouldn't have gone back. I think we would have been like, you know what? We've done London. Let's go somewhere else. Type of, you know what I mean? But now we just want to come back and just do more as much as we could. Like, And now the next time we come, we don't have to sightsee. So it's going to be even better. So it's like, oh, I can't wait. Yeah, as awesome. I said to you guys when you were here, you know, you've done the touristy bit now, but now there's a whole other side of London, right? a whole other side of the country. You can be in Oxford or Bath or 
anywhere within an hour and a half. Good point. Again, our train system expands past London. You can I know. Get anywhere. Exactly. That's the thing, right? Uh, so. We will welcome you back with arms wide. Uh, I think on August 25th next year, there's, there's a big <laughs> wrestling show happening. I can't remember what it's called, but maybe check that out. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it works out. And maybe we can actually do a live show in person. Because I didn't want to do one because this was our first vacation. So I was in pure vacation mode since COVID. Which again, I loved flying. Everything is back to normal. Thank God, knock on wood. It's fantastic again. I can't believe how smooth everything went, even with that aspect of things. And I don't know about you guys, but my favorite thing that I always do, and this is the closest thing I'll ever come to, to being an actual professional wrestler. When you come out from the airport and everyone's there, do you not know, and Jackie hates this, she was a little bit embarrassed. When I come out, I start waving at people as if I'm like a wrestler, and like topping my hat, I'm like, yeah! Like as if they're cheering for me. You know what, to throw back to the last episode, I milked that so much in Wembley. Walking to go get a beer, and you're walking through and everyone's going, yeah! I was like, yes. Yes, I did get a beer. Thank you, thank you everyone. That's hilarious. <laughs> You gotta enjoy the little moments in life. You gotta enjoy them. You do, my friend. But yeah, all in all, perfect five out of five trip. No complaints, no issues, top to bottom. Do it again in a heartbeat. And it's all thanks to you guys as well. Thank you from the bottom of my heart, my friends. Perfect. Well, we can't wait to have you back and to come the other way as well. Of course. Yeah. It's a two way street, my friend. I could be a top and a bottom. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you're practicing your naked attraction pickup lines now. That's it, man. That's it. Hey, if you're only into one type then you're cutting off a whole shitload of other people in this world right so might as well be open to them all uh, yeah half the population man right all right gentlemen once again plug whatever you want promote all your stuff by now i think you're married by now max i'm not sure but um no not quite yet if uh, i think i'm i'm legally married but i've not had the Eighty thousand people in Madrid wedding. No, Uh, this will be two days. This comes out two days before you put ink to paper. So how about that? Okay, so Uh, if anyone has any last-minute better offers, (laughs) maxcurtain at gmail.com, you got two days. So just two days. Do you better. Naked attraction, just full video. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, from from the bottom up, we want photos and videos of people. Someone doing a video with like a shitty cardboard box. Like, what? What? Can you imagine? they drop it oh shit <laughs> they bend over I'm like oh no <laughs> oh, <God>. too funny <laughs> gentlemen promote your shit again whatever you want to put out there floor's all yours my friends uh, Instagram Jesse Benz J-E-S-S-E B-E-N-N-S um, you can click on my Facebook profile from there as well it's all public find me find out what I'm doing music gigs fun um, happy days seriously send your naked attraction videos to Max Kerr <laughs> And CC Jesse Benz at live.co.uk. <laughs> and for myself, you. You, you can find me on Instagram and X under Finger Styles. You can follow the podcast on X, the podcast app. Email us your thoughts, suggestions, comments, anything you want to get off your chest at the podcast app at gmail.com. Please run to the top of the show. Support those fine sponsors because if it helps them, it most definitely helps me out. And most importantly, please, each and every week, rate, subscribe, review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Gentlemen, it's been a blast. Back to back weeks. This is the first. It almost seems like we should start a show together one of these days, my friend. One day could happen. Could happen one day. You never know where the where the roads might lead us, my friend. Who knows? Maybe someone might immigrate to Canada. Maybe someone might immigrate to the UK. Maybe we'll be closer. You never know. Twenty five hours. 
<laughs> all right, boys. I don't know what we're doing next. What show you want to touch on next? Because obviously, all out just happened, and we're not even talking about it. So God knows what the fuck happened there. <laughs> so uh, yeah, what's next after this? Right? Is it full so, gear? Maybe double or Stay nothing. Stay tuned to the socials, everyone. <laughs> what month are we yeah, even in? If you follow Finger Styles on all the social media, you'll be able to know what we're doing when when we know. There's a good point. Oh, we're in September. Maybe the Royal Rumble? Because I know we always got to do the Royal Rumble at least when it's WWE. Yeah, we always have to do the Rumble. So if you don't see us before January, it'll be Royal Rumble for sure. How about that? But I'm sure we'll squeak in a show before then. Yeah, yeah. Always willing to squeak one in. (sighs) What a better way to end the show. On that note, he's Jesse. He's Max. I'm Steve. This is the podcast. Tally-ho. Ta-da! Ta-da!